everybody. Welcome to Optional Opinion. I'm your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am back. Happy New Year. Hopefully everyone is having a great New Year, great uh, resolutions, whatever you're getting into. Uh, for me personally, I have a lot of things going on <laughs> kind of at the moment in this year, but I'm super excited and super stoked for it. Uh, can't wait for the new things to come. Uh, for next year but everybody it, you know what time it is it is the third annual optional opinion a bunch of game awards or a bunch of games award show <laughs> where i pretty much go through a lot of games that i felt personally uh received certain awards i should say <laughs> so and the way that this one goes in case if you haven't uh hurt any of them which you guys should go back and check them out um but it is is that uh good games or positive games i should say uh get a Charles award you know a play on on charges uh charizard uh so you know those games are hot they flaming and then if it's not quite good enough or it was just completely bad it gets a gar- uh garboard award so kind of representing garbage in a sense but not going to be negative or anything like that uh but you know i actually have more chars awards than i have garb awards and uh we are going to really break it down kind of in three sections almost so this first section um is kind of a list down of what i think are some of the top games or some bargain basement games and then we'll get into the individual uh uh topics and winners and then at the end uh give some honorable missions and then the final uh awards and stuff so it's going to be broken down to three and pretty much when it gets to the one uh one game or one topic award i should say category they will get uh some music played for that to the uh tell you who the winner is so if you recognize the music then you know who won if not i will actually tell you guys who actually won that title now this is different than a top 10 list or how like i said other people do their award shows it's kind of interesting to see what will win and who will win what i should say so we're going to get into the first part and uh the first category is well can't spoil it for you (laughs) this is the first category we are getting into top 30 indie game Iconoclast, The Gardens Between, Dead Cells, Hollow Knight, Guacamelee 2, Bad North, Yoko's Island Express, Time Spinners, Minute, Just Shapes and Beats, the Messenger, Celeste, Below, Florence, Donut County, 
Battle Princess Madeline, Horizon Chase Turbo, Tricky Towers, Wizard of Legend, Blood Day, Curse of the Moon, Lightfall, Bomb Chicken, Planet Alpha, Chasm, Ash, Overcooked 2, Unravel 2, Blossom Tail, Into the Breach, and Mutant Year Zero. So congratulations to those games that won uh, our top 30 indie games. And I know there's a, one particular game that I left off here um, because I kind of felt like it came at the end of the year and not many people have played it yet. And that's Gris. Um, but it is a really fantastic game. And I kind of wanted to come to other platforms before I actually kind of give it a award in a sense. Because I think it deserves to be played. So if it comes to Xbox One and PlayStation 4 and, uh, this year, um, hopefully it, that will happen and it will be on the list. Because like I said, it really deserves to be played. So, we're going to get into our second category right now. Top 20 Third Party. Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, Mega Man 11, Master Hunter World, Dragon Ball Fighters, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Starlink Battle of Atlas, Yakuza 6, Dragon Quest 11, NBA 2K19, Soul Calibur 6, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Just Cause 4, Yakuza Kiwami 2, Batman The Enemy Within, Far Cry 5, Valkyrie Chronicles 4, Ease 8, and Hitman 2. So, congratulations to those games for winning our top 20 uh, third party. There was a lot. And uh, just to let everybody know that um, there are not many PC games in this, uh, uh, on this, uh, I should say, um, on this episode. There's going to be some in honorable missions, but I kind of focus more on playing games on consoles and a little bit of handheld. So, kind of like Switch. Uh, 3DS, uh, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Um, so those are the ones like I really am getting giving uh, nominations and uh, awards to. Uh, there are some other things that are kind of not video game products 
or video game titles, but our actual products for the systems that do get awards. So um, just note that this is a lot of console kind of base. Um, some of the games can be played on PC. Um, I will say that. But, you know, most of these that I play and I recognize are from console editions. So we're going to get into the next topic. And here we go. Top 15 First Party Forza Horizon 4 God of War Detroit Become Human Super Mario Party Susie Strikers Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee Nino Kuni 2 Spider-Man Super Smash Bros. Ultimate WarioWare Gold Mario Tennis Aces State of Decay 2 Sea of Thieves Detective Pikachu and Kirby Star Allies So, congratulations to those first-party games. Um, they really were fun playing them with, uh, by myself and playing with others around the world. And a lot of these games got really hyped and really for good reason, I should say. Um, they they really do deserve uh, why they actually won. So, our next section begins now. Top 16 remakes, reimagines, and re-releases. Shadow of the Classes Remastered. Secret of Mana. Dark Souls Remastered. Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Diablo 3 Eternal Collection. The World Ends With You Final Remix. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker Ducky Cub Country Tropical Freeze Bayonetta 2 Wolfenstein 2 Okami HD Near Automata Luminous Remaster Valkyrie Chronicles and Warframe So congratulations to those games uh, winning uh, some remasters, some reimagines, uh, and some uh, re- um, like some resales and stuff, uh, re-releases, I should say. And pretty much a reason why uh, I put that one, like re-releases and stuff, is that some games did come to Switch, um, and they so kind of 
they saw a little bit better and people were talking more about them. There's even some games that people didn't expect, like pretty much the world ends with you final re uh uh final remix. Like who would expect that to come? And the reason why that one falls under this category is that it is the same game. Kind of some things change, but it is a re-release from the uh, 3D, I think the 3DS. Yeah, the 3DS era that it came came out. No, or, no DS era. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, it came out on the DS. So it's a, re, uh, a re-release from that with some new things uh, for it. So... Uh, when, uh, when you hear this, hopefully you guys got to tr- got to play some games. You know, I had to put Okami HD on it. I, it came to Switch, and uh, still one of my favorite games. Just truly love it. So we're going to get into the next category. Bargain Tation Vampire Fallout 76 Metal Gear Survive Extinction Battlefield 5 The Crew 2 Lost Sphere And A Way Out Those games, congratulations to them. They were games that just didn't hit it out the ballpark just yet. And not to say that they were fully bad or fully not functional. It's just that they had some problems, whether it was with the release or uh, the timing of, like, everything just wasn't right and they haven't been patched or fixed. And for some people... They just forgot about them or just kind of rebelled against them. And so uh, and some people probably just like they had their fun, was one and done, but they didn't feel like it was worth that much that they paid for. So um, those guys, congratulations to them. You made us think differently, and that's fine. It's all good, all gravy. So we're going to get into our next part of the show. Here we go. Top five must have for each system. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Nintendo Switch. God of War for PlayStation 4. Forza Horizon 4 for Xbox One. Luigi's Mansion for Nintendo 3DS. And Tetris Effect for PlayStation VR. So if you guys have any of those systems, I do recommend picking those games up. They really are good. 
it's been a fantastic year for games and you know trying to make a list and say not really say who's right or wrong but kind of like make your own personal list to share with everybody it's kind of been difficult because you got to think of how many great games that just came out that people like played and like really really enjoyed so we're going to get into the next category which is going to be the last part of this first section so hopefully you guys will kind of agree with what i in this one is kind of surprising to me but i i have to give it up to um a certain system in these games so our final category for the first part of the show and here we go Games that made PlayStation VR become visible. Astrobot. Tetris Effect. Moss. And Beat Saber. So congratulations to those games. Astrobot, Tetris Effect, Moss, and Beat Saber. They really showcase that PS, that Sony and third party is taking uh, VR really, uh, you know, making it very important. So everybody, we're just going to take this little break and we will get back to the next part of the show. Congratulations to all those games uh, that uh, made the list for kind of like recommendations and who won a Charles Award. And really, like I said, nothing really got like uh, nothing really got a Garbor Award for that. Even when you get the Bargainations one, it's just like they they are fine games. It's just that they could have been a little bit better, a little bit worked on. But you know, they something that I do recommend. So you know, first the first half is really positive. So that's a good thing, very good thing. But we're going to get into kind of the uh, meaty part of the show, the second half of the show, and we're getting into the one category stuff. So here we go. This nomination is for, not nomination, I shouldn't say. (laughs) This category is Surprise Hit of the Year. Surprise Hit of the Year goes to Octopath Traveler. 
for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so congratulations to Octopath Traveler. A really great game. People were kind of unexpected on how uh, people would take it. And, man, I got to say, when they first showed it off, people were just like, ooh, what is this? Square Enix supporting uh, Nintendo. And then they showed that they showed this game, and it was just like, wow. And it had two restocks, and they sold out on this game. So congratulations to them. Hopefully people got to play the 2018. If not, uh, if there's any sales going on for it, pick it up. If Definitely if you're a new Nintendo owner, you love RPGs. Or if not, and you really want a great game, pick it up. So we're going to go on to the next topic, unexpected moment of the year. unexpected moment of the year goes to Microsoft buying Ninja Theory. Yes, so that one was very unexpected. Um, they announced it at E3 on Microsoft stage that uh, they was adding studios to, um, uh, you know, to the company, to their games division. And they started breaking everything down. And then they said Ninja Theory. When I was just like, whoa, that is major. Uh, everybody who knows Ninja Theory, they made Heavenly Sword for PlayStation 4, their own game, Hellblade, Solana, Sacrifice, that I do recommend that you guys, if you have a PS4 or Xbox One, pick up that game and give it a go. Oh, it is so good in everything. And also in Slay and uh, DMC, Devil May Cry, they, uh, they made, so, or develop, I should say. So, congratulations to Microsoft buying Ninja Theory. Like I said, that is a big, big move. So, we're going to go into the next topic. Surprise, this game actually worked and sold. Surprise, this game actually worked and sold. Detroit become human for PlayStation 4. Yep, Detroit become human. Uh, amidst all the controversy that happened with David Cage and um, his uh, company and stuff, um, and I think there's still some ongoing investigations about it, but I gotta say, I picked up Detroit Become Human because even when I seen the trailer, I was, I was already sold on it and I was just like, I gotta have this game. And to me personally, no matter what, uh, not saying that it is concerning or anything and, you know, people have their stance about it. I'm just like, 
there are other people who work there who wouldn't do this stuff or probably don't stand for this. Um, and I, I, like I said, I wanted to wait, wait out some things and make sure that, you know, everything is settled, but there's some things that's still going and my interest never waned because it's just like these people came together to make a great product. And I didn't, uh, to me personally, I feel like the controversy wasn't not saying it wasn't big enough, uh, or I didn't care, but I still have my sights of wanting to play this game. And it sold a million, and you know people got it digitally and physically. I went out and get got it physically. I really wanted to see what the story uh, was telling, and it's very good, very emotional, and it really makes you think uh, on how you view, you know, how your morals and how you view certain uh, subjects and stuff. So, uh, congratulations to Detroit Become Human. I, I do say if you guys have a PlayStation 4, uh, PlayStation 4, I do recommend picking it up. So, we're going to get into the next topic. Surprise developer who made a huge surprise developer who made a huge hit motion twin for dead cells available on nintendo switch playstation 4 microsoft xbox one and for pc Yeah, so just all around this game is fantastic. Motion Twin, uh, it was early assets on PC, but the audience kind of grew when it actually came to uh, consoles. And what's very weird about this, um, and the reason why I say it's weird, is that people knew about Dead Cells. And when it got mentioned for Nintendo Switch, it was just like, oh, real, oh, cool. But it was also coming out everywhere else. And the way that they announced it, like, I found out that Dances was getting a physical copy for uh, PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, wait, Dances is coming to the system with, in physical form? So I had to go and uh, tweet it out and, like, really type it and just like, yes. And it sold very well <laughs> across uh, the platforms and it's good on any platform that you pick up that you want to play it on i definitely have it for switch i waited an extra week to get um <laughs> to get the piece uh to get not the pc to get the nintendo switch version and i just literally had to have it and i'm so happy i did i uh, ordered my copy from amazon so i could wait <laughs> there was no problem with it and it popped it in and man it's still good to that to this day so, uh, next up, uh, we have kind of like one topic, but for all three consoles, it's the game changer and each of them received certain things that they did in 2018. So let's get into this section. Microsoft's Game Changer, 
was bringing the adaptive controller to Xbox One. Sony's game changer is that they don't have no conference plans for 2019. Last but not least, Nintendo's game changer is Nintendo Labo and no more partnership when it comes to streaming. Yeah, so all three of them did something big, whether people feel like it was positive or not, uh, or kind of surprising. Uh, I think the biggest one out of everything is Sony not having any conferences uh, next year, like at E3 or the PlayStation Experience or anything like that. Not saying that they won't be doing anything or not announcing anything. They might be working on PlayStation 5 and getting that ready. But for them not to be at E3 and they're not getting that much talk around that, it's kind of concerning. Some people say that it's E3's fault, E3's uh, dying out. And some people just feel like, well, last year for their conference, uh, it was they spent so much money to deliver so little. And even their Tokyo Game Show wasn't a hit like it was in 2016. So... Um, not 2016. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, 2017. Uh, because their place, their Tokyo Game Show, uh, showcase was really, really good. Um, this year, not so much. Um, it was just like it. They had some good announcements, but nothing like wow, changing and stuff. So we're gonna get back into uh the categories, doing one thing and. Uh, we're going to get into the next one, which is surprise they went through this. And this one might really surprise a lot of people. You may agree, you may not agree, but let's see who the winner is. Surprise they went through. Fallout 76 released after the beta. So it that wasn't I thought they should have delayed it. I have had various opinions of with a lot of people about this game and I kind of felt like, you know, they they really should have just delayed it. I think they were having a lot of problems and a lot of people were voicing their concerns about this. And don't forget people pre ordered this game and then what rolled out after it was a game that didn't uh that people weren't satisfied with. And for those who pre-order it and got the collector's edition, they kind of weren't happy about some of the things that happened. But, I, yeah, for me personally, I'm just like, wow. Uh, yeah, it it's kind of a garbore award for that. So uh, we're going to get into the next category. It's surprise art design 
that work. And let's get into who the winner is. Surprise art design that work goes to God of War for PlayStation 4. So congratulations to God of War for winning uh, art design that work. And the reason why I say that is because they mixed like a different kind of, not so much as art styles into it, but I kind of like when they did the uh, monochromatic part of it and the colors that just pop everywhere and looking at the world, like they, they didn't stick to one color palette. They really excuse me about that uh they really represented a lot of areas with a lot of detail in the art design and you know the way that they look they not saying that it has a realistic design but it has some kind of grit to it that just fits it well there's a nice balancing with the lighting and with the shadows and tones for it. So I, I really have to give it to Santa Monica Studios for really uh, doing a fantastic job with God of War. Um, there's been a lot of great art styles that have uh, come across of, across us. Definitely Grease is, is a good one that I want to, uh, you know, kind of mention. But like a game that really stands out and pop out is God of War. Now, I will say that Forza Horizon 4 outdoes it in a sense, but kind of when you're playing Forza Horizon, there's some things that just be like, okay, yeah, that looks good. That looks good. That's that's kind of some empty areas. I understand what they're going for, but like if you really compare compare the two when it comes to going to different environments environments and everything god of war stands out a little bit more so for it uh but yeah congratulations to sony about that so we're going to get into our next uh topic not surprising is soda kajinga and y'all probably could guess what won this category but let's get into it Not surprising, it sold a kajim. Red Dead Redemption 2. For PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So, congratulations to Red Dead Redemption 2 on their success. Of course, it's a Rockstar game, and pretty much, you know, they're going to sell whatever they sell and everything. But 
you know, people enjoyed it. I have my viewpoint on it. Uh, I do have a review of it on Nurse Gone Rogue Radio or NGRRadio.com. So if you guys want to read it and uh, see what I think about it, you guys can go there. But, yeah, congratulations to Red Dead Redemption 2 on its success. They really work hard to make that game. Um, it has some ups and downs to it, but, you know, it. I think it's it's well-deserved, I shall say that. So we're going to get into the next topic. Not surprising people still play and talk about it. Not surprising people still play and talk about it goes to Pokemon Go. Yep, Pokemon Go is still popular. So congratulations to that game. It's it made just recently it was reported it made eight hundred million dollars last year for two thousand eighteen. <laughs> like wow. That, that that's <laughs> that's some dough. All right, Pokemon Company and Niantic and I think Nintendo gets part of that cut. Uh yeah, they they did what they think and people still playing it still join it they're still updating it people are still sharing their codes to have get friends and everything so yeah congratulations to pokemon go our next game for not surprising this game had a mission that didn't work well you guys probably could know what it is but let's see who won Not surprising this game had a mission that didn't work well. Goes to Fallout 76. Yep, so it just didn't work. Uh, it, I know there's some more things that's coming out to it and people feel like it's a laughing stock of a game but i i kind of feel like i i I will say this and i i talked to a great friend of mine um we we have had discussions but shout out to jason jason marshall he is the host of nurse gone platinum on uh, ngrradio.com and on new youtube uh nurse gone platinum so go guys go check out his show uh with his crew and uh subscribe to him if you guys enjoy playstation um we have had a talk about this and um a reason why i say we had had a talk is that i i don't want to knock fallout 76 even though it might feel like it but i really i feel personally that by november with some good updates some patches and if bio not bioware uh bethesda is really dedicated to making this game what it is i really i truly think they could get uh a game that people will come back to and get more sales from it i give it to november i a game like this needs time and this is kind of bethesda's 
somewhat second outing with a big online game like that. They did it with um, uh, the Elder Scrolls game. It kind of worked for a lot of people who were on PC. Um, but just Fallout 76 had its problems, I think, ever since the beta. And I think now, uh, with some time, it would be better for it. So uh, we're going to get into the next two big things. Uh, and they are separate categories, but I had uh, I decided to make them kind of like back to back. So the next two categories are not surprising. The viewpoint has changed and not surprising. It hasn't made a return. And let's get into who the winners are for each category. Not surprising the viewpoint has changed goes to Sony still feeling hesitant about crossplay. We seen her do it with Fortnite and it's kind of still in a trial mode, but we haven't seen anything else that has come from it. So I think Sony's still kind of feeling hesitant. Uh, we don't know if there ever be, will be official, but we shall see. We literally shall see. And not surprising, it hasn't made a return. If Cliff Blazinski making another game, he decides to make a musical. He is going to be in the theater or theater um, genre. So we should see how that works. Of course, Radical Heights was a success for him. And uh, he kind of closed the studio. And it's sad. Uh, but he's going to try something different. I know he had uh, like a Twitter war with a fan um, in the past. But I, I, I will say this about Cliff Brzezinski um, before we get into our next category. If he does make a return to games... I really hope he makes a, something else in a different genre. Because I don't think Shooters is working well for him. So, those are the two winners of those categories. Nothing surprising, the viewpoint, uh, uh, not surprising, the viewpoint has changed. Going to Sony feeling hesitant uh, about crossplay. And not surprising, it hasn't made a return. Cliff Brzezinski making another game. So yeah, that's my feelings on it. Um, they win those awards. So we're gonna get into some very like specific and easy kind of categories. Uh, and this one, uh, I'm very very happy <laughs> to award this one. I, I I think it's well deserved for this uh, category, which is best action to be had. Best action to be had goes to Shadow of the Tomb Raider for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox. 
I really think it's well deserved, man. The the just the you know the gunfights and uh the stealth kills and everything. It really was just uh so good. That definitely gets a Charles Award um for that. And if you have not played it, what are you waiting for? It is like the game to get. Also, it won Arsenal X's Game of the Year uh, for Best Game for Xbox. So, uh, I really do recommend getting that game. It's just so good. Just hiding in the shadows, putting it on the mud, setting traps. Just like everything was so useful. And you really get into it being methodical. Uh, about it and it's just like it sounds good when you like crack their neck and stuff like that uh just great action just a really fun game so next one is best company to make a series on one hit wonder again Best company to make a series of one hit wonder again? Insomniac for Spider Man on PlayStation 4. Now, this isn't this isn't a knock against Insomniac. Not at all. Very big fan and supportive of their games. Like I love Insomniac. I want to definitely see more for them come. And I will say Spider Man is a fantastic grade. Really, really good. Uh the reason why I gave them this award uh, is because um now there's gonna not gonna be another Spider-Man game that lives up to that expectation and that high standard of quality. So it's kind of like they, you know, a lot of people feel like Spider-Man Two during the GameCube PS2, which is a movie game at at that time, like was the best, was one of the good, and this one just overshadowed it. And ever since there was more Spider-Man games that came out, not really. A lot of people got them. They may have been, did decently well, but I think because it's on a PlayStation console, exclusive to PlayStation, Insomniac did a comic book game because Insomniac is great at what they make. They're they're fantastic. Whether you like or don't like Sunset uh, Overdrive, how you view that as exclusive on Microsoft and PC, uh, what you think of the Resistance games, Ratchet and Clank, whatever you think of Insomniac. They don't play around. They're very creative. And I love, I, I still feel like their guns are one of the best guns. They're very creative. Um, they took on a big role with this game. And it really paid off. Like, comic book games shouldn't work. And Batman Arkham Asylum kind of changed that viewpoint. Spider-Man definitely changed that viewpoint for the Spider-Man games. And so where it wasn't doing, where Spider-Man as a video game title wasn't doing well, because a lot, I feel like a lot of people don't own those games. I think because this game came from Insomniac and it's definitely on PlayStation, that it 
sold so much and got so much accolade from it. If Insomniac doesn't do the next Spider-Man game, whatever that may be, it's I don't think the people who bought uh, Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 will go and buy it from a different developer or a third party. So um, that's why I feel like they kind of made this game a one-hit wonder. It's going to only this is going to be the only Spider-Man that some people really, really, truly care about, and then never care anything else about the series. In fact, even when this one came out, I don't even think people went back and bought old Spider-Man games to compare. That's just my opinion on it. So we're going to get into the next category. Uh, so, uh oh, congratulations to Insomniac, uh, and definitely, uh, I, I believe, I feel like it gets a Charles Award. Like I said, nothing to knock Insomniac for, and, you know, Spider-Man was great, but I just feel like that's, that's the thing. So, uh, a Charles Award to Insomniac. Uh, best game to match two genres completely opposite of each other. And this is definitely a Charles Award. So, uh, there's, there can't be no other game than this one. Best game to match two genres completely opposite of each other goes to Yoku's Island Express, available for Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. Who would ever think that pinball in a Metroidvania style game would work so well? It it is so just so good. Oh, I love Yoko's Island. Um, there is a demo on Nintendo Switch if you guys want to ch- uh, check it out. But uh, and it's available for physical copies. I know I need to go get one. Uh, even though I bought it digitally on Switch. Man, it's so good and it draws you in. And if you think it's short then you're a pretty good pinball player. Uh, uh, beautiful art, great music, just fantastic design. Um, it takes a while to do some of the bosses. You know, when you're working with pinball, you're working with gravity. So you kind of got to understand. So uh, that's kind of where the longevity of the game comes from. It's just getting to certain areas and actually doing the pinball work. But it's just such a fantastic game. It definitely wins a Charles Award. Uh, yeah, Yoko's Island Express. Just, yeah, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yes. So we're going to get into the next topic, which is Best Heartfelt Ending. Best heartfelt ending goes to The Gardens Between Available on Nintendo Switch Xbox One And Playstation
Yeah, so congratulations to the Gardens Between. It's it's captivating. And when you really, I mean, people can understand what the premise is. It's not too hard and stuff. But it really is something to, like, really look at. And, you know, depending on how you feel, your experience, what the game is delivering to you, you would kind of understand why the ending matters and i i don't want to recommend uh not recommend i don't want to ruin it for anybody it's just a big recommendation like a huge recommendation i i really do uh recommend you guys get get into gardens between um it's not too hard great music very relaxive and really it, it makes you think sometimes but it's it's so so good so we're going to get into the next uh, Charles Award, which is best. Let's be up fools, y'all. And the winner is. Best. Let's beat up fools, y'all. Goes to God of War. So congratulations to God of War for uh, winning that Charles of War. Best. Let's beat up fools, y'all. The combat is really good. It, it feels mashy at times, but I think when you are able to mix up, you know, certain abilities and how you go about uh, combos and uh, you and Atreus working together at times, it you kind of get into a real good groove. And it feels great. It really does feel great. Um, I, I definitely kind of had some of my problems with it, but I'm, I got to separate, uh, the combat from God of War from an action game like Bayonetta. Um, you know, God of War's combat is really kind of simplified and stuff, but it really feels good when you're in a, um, a fight with them and you just want to do crazy amount of damage you really want to showcase how powerful you really are so uh and god of war does that uh lets you do that so congratulations to god of war um for uh best let's beat them up, up fools y'all we're gonna get it to best sports game and the winner is Best sports game goes to NHL 19. For PlayStation 4 and Xbox. So congratulations to NHL 19 for that. Um, the music for that is 21 Pilots Jumpsuit. 
uh, is the title. So if you guys like 21 Jump Street, I do recommend checking that track out. Really good track. It really has a great bounce and really has a great flow to it. Um, but yeah, NHL 19. Surprisingly, not a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, but uh, I gave it to it because I think NBA 2K19, as great as it is, that's too common. People will just automatically give it to them. When it comes to sports. And I really think NHL 19, you know, really deserves to be played. Uh, I think it's something that's very interesting that, you know, it came out and no one, like, really cared or gave it any viewpoint. But the NHL games have been good um, past years and stuff. So I will uh, say that, that, you know, I feel like it's the best sports game of 2018. So we go, we, uh, we're going to move on to the next category, which is Best Strategy Game. Best Strategy Game goes to Into the Breach. Available for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Yes. So congratulations to Enter the Breach. I know a lot of people uh, really recommend this game uh, when it comes to strategy games. A lot of people love it. Uh, I, I... I... I haven't played it yet, shocker, um, but I could see the potential into it. Um, due to the fact that I, I, there's just been so much stuff to play that I just, I just ended up missing it. Um, but I see what it is for, and I do appreciate what it is, and I, I am really to play it and love it. Uh, I will also like to give honorable missions to uh, Mutant Year Zero and to bad north those two strategy games are really so much fun to play so shout out to those games but congratulations to enter the breach for winning a charles award for best strategy game we're going to get into best role-playing game which i ah yes the role-playing the role-playing nominations was a big fight because you had Three great role-playing games where you have multiple, actually, really. But this one is just hands down. I feel like it's the best. And the winner is... Best role-playing game goes to Octopath Travel for the Nintendo Switch. Yes, everybody, uh, Octopath Traveler wins this one. It was a huge battle with this because I had to juggle between Dragon Quest Eleven, Nino Kuni 2, Torna, The Golden Country, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC, and this game. And I was just like, man, all four of them are super well done, just super good. But what comes out on top? 
that I just plunk and sink time into. And it's Octopath Traveler. I, I have to, I, there's no doubt about it. So, uh, we're going to move on to the next category. And this one goes to Best Dance in Dodgy. <laughs> yes, everybody. Best Dance in Dodgy. And the winner goes to. Best Dancing Dodging goes to Just Shapes and Beats on Nintendo Switch. Yes, everybody. Just Shapes and Beats is mesmerizing. You have to play that game with headphones, or you can play it on the TV if you want to, but you're not going to get the true full experience uh, if you don't play it with headphones on your Nintendo Switch. Because uh, you kind of need to hear the music, and you kind of got to uh, dash, but you're kind of dancing alone to the tracks that they place in this game. I cannot stop gushing about this game. I, I really do hope that PlayStation and Xbox get a chance to play this. If not, and it stays a Nintendo exclusive. If you own a Switch, what are you waiting for? Get this game and play. Hook it up to some speakers, through the headphone jack or through your TV or whatever. And just bang the music out. Or if you want to, you go also go on YouTube and find the playlist. But man, I'm... It, it's my zoning game. It's a graceful explosion mis- a machine mentality for me. And I just thoroughly enjoyed it. So we're going to get into the next category, which is best handheld game. Best handheld game goes to WarioWare Go for the Nintendo 3DS. Yes, everybody, 3DS is still alive and kicking, and it really has some great games like Luigi's Mansion. Um, and some other ones, Captain Toad Treasure Tractor. But the real one that outstand everything is WarioWare Go. It didn't sell well or it kind of sold decently. Um, but man, I gotta give it up to it is so funny to play and uh, great mini games on it. You know, they really went in. So, um, uh, if you're on the 3DS, it's a recommendation definitely to get. So, congratulations to WarioWare Go and give it a Charles Award for it. So we're going to get into the next uh, part, which is best ports. And the winner goes to... Best port goes to... Wolfenstein 2 on the Nintendo Switch.
Yes, everybody. Panic button once again knocked it out the park. This game shouldn't be happening on Nintendo Switch. Uh, and, you know, regardless of how you you might feel about some of the games from uh, being ported on Switch, Wolfenstein 2 looks and plays very well. Uh, and I think it got more notice than the uh, last year's version that came out to Xbox and PlayStation 4. Um, and it gave kind of new life. Everybody really wants the first game in the DLC to come to it. And, you know, the new DLC that's going to be coming to Wolfenstein 2, Youngblood, is also coming to Switch. So that just shows you how Bethesda and Panic Buddy are really taking interest into Nintendo Switch. And Wolfenstein 2, it's, it's a fantastic game. And if you if you played it on Xbox One and PS4, but you want to play it again and take on the go, uh, just to have something like kill time and stuff, this is definitely a port I do recommend. So we're gonna get into the best new IP, and actually, everybody, this one is a three-way tie. So all three of these games are, will win a Charles Award, and the winners are. Best new IP goes to Yoku's Island Express, Detroit Become Human, and Just Shapes and Beats. Congratulations to all three of those games. Yoku's Island Express is multi-platform. Just Shapes and Beats is exclusively on Nintendo Switch, and Detroit Become Human is exclusively on PlayStation. Congratulations to those games. Joku's Island Express, Detroit Become Human, Just Shapes and Beats. I feel like those are the best three IPs that have came out. Not a knock it to Against the Messenger or, uh, you know, that one. A lot of people love that one. And Celeste, a lot of people love that one too. But for me personally, I just, I feel like those threes, those three games as a new IP really have knocked it out the ballpark. So I give it up to them for it. And like I said, you know, they each do uh, a lot of stuff very well. So I do recommend if you're into um, getting some indies and like actually, you know, get into some first party stuff. Detroit Become Human is great for first party and Yoku's Island Express and Just Shapes and Beats are some great indie titles. So, those are my uh, winners for Best New IP. So we're going to move on to the next uh, category, which is Best Racing Game. And the winner is... Best Racing Game goes to... Forza Horizon exclusively for Microsoft Xbox One. 
Congratulations to Microsoft and Playground uh, bringing up Forza Horizon 4. Man, when I started this game, even when I played the demo, I was just knocked out. I was already blown away by the trailer. And I was just like, oh, this game is so good. And then I started learning the mechanics. Um, I started watching some YouTube videos of it, um, uh, you know, of how to customize um, my car better. Uh, and I was just like, wow, this thing is very deep. And just and regardless of you won or not, going through all, kind of going through all of these uh, uh these different races and stuff i just felt like you know i might come at 12 or i might not be higher but it still progresses you and you don't feel bad for it also everybody the soundtrack is phenomenal shout out to liam and latroit uh there's a song called someday that you guys will actually get to hear later on in this episode uh and you'll see why i play that song um but yeah, the music is fantastic in this game. So congratulations, it wins the Charles Award. So we're going to move on to the next title, which is Best Fighter. And the winner is... Best Fighter goes to... Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Nintendo Switch. Yes, everybody had to give it to Smash. Uh, I, I will say... Um, the Street Fighter 30th anniversary anniversary collection is a great game, uh, but it's past games that I played before uh, from arcade and Dragon Ball Fighter C. As fun as that is, also and definitely with Soul Calibur being uh, uh, a really great game too, um, I just felt like Smash is very accessible to get into and to enjoy, and it has so much content to unlock. Uh, it really challenged you as a fighter. Um, whether you're casual or really hardcore, you really get to learn the insides and out of your skill. And it doesn't take, um, it's really not hard to learn uh, about that game. But uh, congratulations to uh, Super Smash Brothers and to Nintendo and Bandai Namco and all the uh, developers who put their characters into that game. Uh, and yes, everybody, now I won't shovel knight to be an actual fighter in the game. So we're going to get into the next section. Uh, best backlog game I finished in 2018. And the winner is. Best backlog game I finished. Call of Duty Events Warfare. Yeah, so congratulations to Call of Duty Events Warfare. I mean, Events Wars, not Warfare. Uh, yeah, Warfare. I'm sorry about that. I don't know why I put Events Wars. 
Yes. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare was really, really good. Uh, I played it as one of my backlog challenges um, from uh, uh, from the summer. And I didn't expect the campaign to be that fun and that good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I also wanted to mention that I uh, want to get some honorable missions to uh, Battlefield Hardlines. Really enjoyed that game. And to Nat 2, surprisingly. Really good game. It has its problems, but it looks really good. I got into it. I was I dedicated my time. I think I beat that game within four days. Um, like I was, I was really into next two, and I might go back into it to get the platinum. I really need to do some stuff on it. It is it, it's a fantastic platformer, and just really enjoyed uh what they offered with that. So we're gonna move on to best platformer. And I'm, I had to award this one. Yeah, and also, so congratulations also to Call of Duty Advanced War, uh, Warfare. It gets a, a Charles Award and definitely Super Smash Bros. Ultimate gets a Charles Award. So we're going to get to Best Platformer. And the game wins. It's going to be interesting. Best platformer goes to Greece. Available for Nintendo Switch. Now, whew, love this game. I I place it higher than God of War when it comes to art styles, not design, but styles. Uh, and the reason why I say style, I really can see Santa Monica taking this art style and making a small little God of War game. Grease hand-drawn 2D look is so clean and crisp. It's so detailed when you get all the colors in it. It's, it's just uh, all expiring. And it looks just so good. Um, I really hope it comes to other platforms too. Um, I Like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed Grease. Um, and I, I might be saying it wrong, but I... Uh, such a beautiful game and I love going back to it. So but we're gonna move on to uh our next game which is best first person shooter. Best first-person shooter goes to Call of Duty Black Ops 4 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One.
Yeah, surprisingly, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is on this list. Uh, yeah, it, it's a very great uh, first-person shooter. Black Ops mode is phenomenal. Uh, as much as people roll their eyes, and I definitely roll my eyes, I'm like, oh, another, another Battle Royale game for that. Uh, doesn't really have a campaign to it. The gameplay is fun. It 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 feels good. They knocked it out the park. And Blackout is just like wow. I'm sorry, everybody. Blackout puts Fortnite and PUBG to shame. I know each of them are popular in their own own way, and you know they've been worked on and stuff. But man, it who Blackout is uh, Blackout. It's just so fitting and kind of up my speed. I, I really love that. Um, so congratulations to Call of Duty Black Ops 4 for that win. Um, our next title is Best Open World Game. And our winner goes to... Best open world game goes to Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, congratulations to Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, for... Um, for this um i played most of the game still working on some things trying to get some trophies um or achievements i should say but really did enjoy what they have to offer it really does feel kind of samey at times like a little bit rinse and repeat uh but i understand what they're going for the game looks beautiful um and just not much anything else to say about it if you guys like red dead because of course you like it it's soda kajillion but if you guys are interested in it uh i I do recommend picking it up it's not a bad game um another great one from rockstar it's way better than Grand Theft Auto 5 i will say that kind of on the level of max Payne 3 but it's way better than Grand Theft Auto 5 we'll give it that so, but we're going to move on uh, to best game to sell you on something. Yes, Red Dead Redemption 2 also wins a Charles Award. Uh, best game to sell you on something. And the winner is. Best game to sell you on something. Goes to Tetris. Yeah, so anyone who is into Tetris and want to know, want to really try out PSVR, I I do recommend uh, Tetris Effect. It's a really great game. Um, I have my viewpoint on it, great demo and everything, and I I feel like it is a it really deserves to be on a list of games that you should own. 
um, whether you're using PSVR or you just have a PlayStation. Um, if you don't have Puyo Puyo Tetris, definitely get Tetris Effect. Um, even if you do have Puyo Puyo Tetris, uh, get Tetris Effect, <laughs> I should say. Uh, for me, Percy, I kind of felt that when it came to being a nomination of the Game Awards, it felt like a fill-in. There's something that was kind of earned. Um, because I don't know many people who peeled, uh, picked up Tetris Effect, but I do give it this props for what it is and what it has done. So I And it's a pretty big factor, factor to own a PSVR. And then uh, there's other reasons to own PSVR if you want to get into it. For me, personally, I still feel like there's no need for it. Um, I feel like there's no interest to, for it for me, but maybe I'll experience it one day. Maybe not. Who knows? But I definitely will say that Tetris Effect is the best game to sell you on something. So we're going to get into uh, this next one. Um, it wasn't all bad. And the winner goes to... It wasn't all bad. Goes to Dark Siders 3 for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So yeah, I have my thoughts for Darksiders 3. I didn't do a review for it, um, but I played a lot of it, <laughs> I should say. And I was frustrated for a lot of it, um, a particular boss fight. Um, there were some things that I felt like was kind of unfair to it. Um, but, you know, I poured in some a lot of time and effort into it, and... I, it's an enjoyable game. I say it's not worth $60. I say maybe 40 It's worth it. Um, some people who are into Souls games will enjoy it. I kind of wish there was more to it. It still feels empty. But, you know, THQ Nordic, uh, they went in. They added some stuff. They did patch it. And they are still working on it. Um, and... You know, they did hit me. I did tell them my frustration frustration on Twitter. Uh, they did hit me back and, and everything. Uh, but, you know, I don't want the team to give up. I do want to see another Darksiders game, hopefully Darksiders 4. I would love to see that. Um, but, you know, it wasn't all bad, I, I would say. If you if you own Darksiders 3, whether you beat it or not and you stuck with it, you probably could understand where some of my frustration would come from. Um, don't want to really ruin it until people actually get to a sudden boss fight and then go from there, I should say. But, you know, that was uh, that was the winner. Um, this one is a Garbor Award, and regardless of how you see it, take it is for what it is um this title is it wasn't worth any of it and the winner goes to
It wasn't worth any of it goes to the quiet on PlayStation. Yes, everybody, the quiet man got pinned for its premise, its gameplay. You couldn't understand what the story was. There was interpretations, but uh, following after that, you know, like a week later, they ended up patching the game and it ended up getting dialogue into it to find out what the world, the story was and stuff. So, uh, it it this game was premiered at E3 during Square Enix conference, and nothing else was said about it. It didn't. The game just showed up without no notice or anything. It was just like, oh, the Quiet Man is available. Wait, what? Yeah, they did it quietly. So, uh, yeah, the Quiet Man wins a Garbor Award. So, uh, next one is another Garbor Award. It wasn't worth shelf space. And the winner is. It wasn't worth shelf space. Goes to. Fear Effect Set. This game got low reviews almost unanimously everywhere. It really got panned. And if it's not worth having, um, it doesn't deserve to be on your system. I, I'm i sorry. Uh, it looked good, but the execution didn't work out too well. So, Fear Effect Setna gets a Garbore Award. Um, the next one, it wasn't worth a pre-order. And everybody's going to be kind of surprised who gets this award. And yes, it is a Garbor Award. So, it wasn't worth a pre-order goes to... It wasn't worth the pre-order goes to Battlefield 5, available for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Yes, everybody, I had to award it to Battlefield 5. 
I know some people thought it was going to be Fallout 76, but no. Uh, Fallout 76 has all of its content, whether you like it or not. It has its problems. Half of Battlefield 5 is missing. Like, there's modes. Uh, there's still problems that's coming up. And I... I was going to buy it so I could do it for review, but I was just like, when I feel like half of the game is missing, I'd rather wait for a complete edition. Like, with all the patches, the Battle Royale mode, like, all of that to come, which is going to be, like, in March of this year. So, I would rather get wait for the complete version of the main game, no DLC or any included, to be available before I pick up because I'm not going to buy a half game where you where it feels like you really can't finish it because most of the content is not there. So, uh, the Garbo Award goes to Battlefield Five. I I don't know how EA was allowed to do this, um, but they did it, and I it didn't do well with pre-orders, and I don't think it did any good thing with sales. So pretty much people forget it came out and it feels like people forgot about it i don't even know what that player fan base is at this moment so yeah it wasn't worth the pre-order goes to battlefield 5 but we're going to get back into some char awards and best collection edition goes to Best Collection Edition goes to the Mega Man Collection. Mega Man X Legacy Collection number 2 and the Mega Man Legacy Collection number 2. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, there's a lot of sales that's going on for them. And if you haven't played them, they're pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Microsoft, uh, Xbox One, um, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch. You can go, guys can go get the physicals if you want to. Or you can get the game digitally. Sometimes on digital platforms, they have them all bundled. Um, each, uh, uh, like Mega Man Legacy 1 and 2 or, uh, Mega Man X 1 and 2, um, they would have, like, those two bundles and stuff. They're great games, um, some of them are kind of problematic, but, you know, you get to play the history of the Mega Man games, the main line, uh, which is the Legacy 1 and 2. And then the, like, side game or new version, uh, new line, I should say, which is the X game. So, congratulations to those. Now, we're going to get to best rebound of a game. And this goes to, this is another Charles Award for it. And this one really deserves uh, this one. People probably could guess what it is. But the winner is... Best rebound of a game goes to Sea of Thieves for Xbox One and PC. Or Windows 10, I should say.
Yeah, yeah. Sea of Thieves really worked. Um, Rare really did a great job. Uh, it was fun when it came out, uh, but it just needed something more. And they really patched it. They put in a lot of content for it, and they're still updating it. Uh, and this game is available for Game Pass if you have it, or if you want to buy it, you guys could go buy it also. Um, but yeah, Sea of Thieves, where did a fantastic job? They're inputting more stuff and getting getting it better, and it's just a blast blast to play with a lot of friends and stuff or people that you know. Um, it it, it could be difficult with people like with different strangers, but people who know what they're doing, you guys will have a great time. Uh, for it, so. Yeah, see if these wins best rebound of a game. Our next category is best demo, and the winner is best demo goes to Blackout from Call of Duty Blackout. Yes, congratulations to uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 for that demo. Man, Black Ops is so good. When I played it, I uh, had a thoroughly good time with uh, with a great friend, Jesse Douglas, um, uh, my, one of my co-hosts on Pod and Play, not Pod and, yeah, Pod and Play at times, uh, Arsenal X and Pod Block, um, and their new podcast, Javelins for Hire. Um and Dark Zone Junkies, I should say. Uh, and also, he does AX Place also. Uh, so, shout out to Jesse Douglas. Um, we had a ball playing it. And it's still good. And he's still playing it. And he's just so experienced for it. But when I played it, I had such a great time. And that pretty much, I think, really sold people on why that game is good. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, for um, that deal small demo really sold everybody that they know Battle Royale and they up they upped it, they did a great job for it. So, congratulations to uh, that game. So, uh, we're gonna move on to best soundtrack fight, and this one in my mind, uh, people might think it's well, huh, soundtrack fight, what. Yes, one game versus another one. Uh, who comes up on top with is kind of up to you as a person if you play both games and if you know what I am talking about. Um, this music that I'm playing for this one, it's just uh, over a general overall for it. It doesn't really say who actually won the fight. So the winner for a best soundtrack fight goes to... Best soundtrack fight goes to Just Shapes and Beats versus Forza Horizon 4 Pulse Radio. The music that is playing is Liam and Detroit Someday. Just waiting for the right time. Thinking that someday. 
Yes, everybody, that was Liam and Detroit someday. Um, that's one of the songs on Forza Horizon 4, uh, Pulse Radio. So you guys, uh, I that's how I found out about that song was because of um, Pulse Radio and Forza Horizon 4. Um, it's, like I said, I played some uh, some music from Just Chasing Beats earlier. So you guys can listen to each soundtrack and maybe they both win. It's up to you on what you think, but I'm still debating on which is greater and stuff. Uh, and hopefully I will come up to the answer, but I really think they're both great. I I think Just Chasing Beats edges it over a little bit. So um, that is um, that those two games, uh, they both get Charles Award uh, for it, but that's the soundtrack fight that's going to happen for a while within me. I should say. Well, we're going to get into our next chord category, which is best way to get that body moving. And the winner is. Best way to get that body moving. Beat Saber on PSG. So congratulations to Beat Saver. I've been seeing a lot of people play it and really enjoy that game. And it's good. Um people are using it to get their body moving and stuff. Um it's kind of it's more it's more involved than just uh Just Dance twenty nineteen or the Just Dance game. Uh a little bit even more involved than Dance Central. That's how far it goes back in DDR, I should say. But Beat Saver is a great game. Um, it's the best way to get that body moving. So congratulations to Beat Saver. We're in a charge of war for that. Um, uh, the next category is best indie thing. And depending on how you feel about this one, it's kind of, you know, one of the big things that happened in 2018 that I personally recognize so big indie theme goes to big indie theme goes to 
Watching a trailer or you're playing some big indie games, this points at time that there is a calm orchestra or composition that is playing in the game or playing for that game. And it happened with a lot of games that came out of 2018 for the indies. And that's not bad. It's very relaxing and very engaging. And it really made a lot of people notice about music and games. So congratulations to Calmness and Music and Games. The music that you're hearing from is a music review from the first track. Yes, everybody. Uh, just so relaxing. Um, those games, it, and it's kind of, uh, just kind of want to take a little bit break of why it's kind of a big thing at the moment. Um, playing games like Gris, playing games like The Garden Tree, uh, I mean, not The Garden Tree, The Gardens Between, playing uh, The Fresh Tree. Um, looking at the Game Awards and just seeing a lot of trailers for some games, it really was kind of relaxed. And very surprisingly, I was like, wow, it, these, this music is really, really good. And I, I don't know why or anything, but it's just so good to hear that, uh, that these games would just be just so relaxing. Just so... The arrangements really sells the game and really tells the mood. And uh, even in, like, God of War, there are moments that there's a calmness to um, the music. And it's just like, wow. I've, I've never experienced anything like this. So... Uh, congratulations to Calmness and Games. I do recommend if you guys have a Nintendo Switch um, that you try the first tree. Um, it's kind of a game that came out of nowhere. And I, I'm kind of excited to see where I have a lot more to go to. Um, we're going to move on to our next topic, which is Best Survival Game. And a Best survival game goes to State of Decay 2 on Xbox. So congratulations to Microsoft uh, for State of Decay 2. Um, it, it, it has its problems. 
I will say that when it first came out. But I think with a lot of the patches that came to it and everything, it really made up for it. And surprisingly, it's just so good and fun to play. Now, I will say that, you know, Static Decay 2 for to make a really good rebound. It kind of lost players. But the shooting is fun in that game. And when you're playing with multiple ple- people and you're exploring and stuff, you really do get a sense that uh, as you build along and as you survive and find these hearts and stuff to make cures and everything, you really get involved and strategize the best way to play this game and how you how you feel connected to your character like you don't want to lose them or like your first uh your first character so uh yeah congratulations to state of decay 2 uh for best survival game um i do do enjoy it is available for uh game pass and on xbox one um I I brought it day one that it came out and like really enjoyed it. I need to get back into it and play some more around it. So we're going to get into um, our next topic, which is best game whose trailer sold you. And the winner is. Best game whose trailer sold you? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Now, for this one, from when they announced it, uh, a Super Smash Brothers was coming to Switch. And people seen it just like, is this the Wii U version? No, they finally announced it. It was the, it was the Wii U version with added more, added more stuff. But it really feels like a sequel to it. It feels like a brand, brand new game. And that's not a knock against uh, anybody. But um, I know me, wait, me and Ray Osorio uh, for Phoenix Overdrive. We were talking about it, and we kind of had a little bit about it. Uh, but I, I was just like. The way that it's in a sense that it is a new game and it is a port and but it's a updated like they rebalanced some stuff, added some new uh some new abilities to it. And I really gotta I really feel like yeah, it's just such a great game. Um and you cannot deny the trailers that follow after it. Um Starting more with the more recent one announcing that Joker is coming to Smash. That one was big. Who who would guess that uh Joker from Persona Five, a game that's exclusively on PlayStation, being on a uh being in the Smash World. Like they announced that at uh the Game Awards and I was taken aback. I was just like, Really? And people are high. I still watch the uh, reaction um, videos about it and just like so thoroughly surprised and, you know, really kind of happy seeing that he would be in the game. So people speculate that 
it is going to be coming to Switch, a Persona 5 game, or maybe a Persona game. And Atlas did say that they are working on uh, a lot of things at the time. And I think that's within the Persona uh, universe. So we shall see in March this year. They're going to have some kind of announcement for it. Um, I feel like Persona 5 is not going to come to Switch Due to the fact that Shin Megami Tensei isn't out yet. They announced that for a Switch and it's not out yet. So I, I feel like it, it won't be here just yet. Uh, I will say though that they released a trailer of Smash that nobody had. Uh, they were fighting but they didn't have no music. And you just seen people go to town releasing background music as a trailer. And that just got more people hyped. One of my Twitter friends actually I've said uh I didn't just come here to dance by Carly Ray Jepsen. Uh and he was able to mix the music in that uh into the trailer and it's so good and it's so fitting. You you literally can't see a lot of people with that and i'm so happy and so just excited about it and of course the way they showcase uh simon belmont and king Karu and it uh with king ddd getting smacked uh and how people thought luigi was dead <laughs> when uh death came and got him it was just so funny and so good uh nintendo knows how to make treasures uh, definitely uh the piranha plant was unexpected seeing ken um and uh a senator uh seeing them in the game also in their trailers and everything oh and isabel being in smash how how people were just like oh my goodness this is pocket camp no isabel's coming to smash wait what and then they all floored us when they showcase animal crossing 2019 <laughs> so yeah so smash brothers just really so it really knows how to do a trailer and really so very well um for it so uh congratulations to smash brothers um ultimate just having a beautiful trailer that sold us all so uh our next one is best game that would make you put down the controller and take it in and the winner is Best game that will make you put down the controller and take it in. Goes to the gardens between. Nothing else needs to say more about that. But I think once you get the full experience of that game, you really will put the controller down and just be like, that was amazing. And, you know, just just phenomenal. So congratulations to the Gardens Between. That gets the Charles Award. Same as with Smash Brothers Ultimate gets the Charles Award also. So we're going to move on to Give Me That Good Old Feeling. And the winner of this is 
give me that good old feeling goes to the messenger on Nintendo Switch. Yes, the messenger gives me good, good positive vibes of Ninja Gaiden on the NES. The NES version, not the arcade one. I want just want to point that one out. Uh, um, great game. Uh, love the premise that they did, how they switched it up from eight bit to sixteen bit. Just, just a great game and great soundtrack. Also, really, really fun game. So, moving on to best moment in a game, and the winner goes to. Best moment in the game goes to the monochromatic section with Kratos in God of War. Congratulations to God of War. No matter when I go to Gris and the Gardens Between, no matter what, I always go back to that little section. It looks great. It looks phenomenal. And it's really just so meaningful. It's just like, man, this still stands out as part of, maybe to me, probably the, one of the best parts of God of War. I was just like, I love the way that this looked. And it it's powerful in the sense that it, you know, it kind of reminds Kratos of some things and, you know, how he goes into this world and kind of leaves a trace behind it. The way that it's just shot, this black and white and this gold just looks so rich and detailed. And it's just like, oh, if I get anything else out of this game, it's definitely this moment in this game. So congratulations to God of War for uh, winning best moment in the game. So we're going to move on to... Take a look at this Sonic team, and the winner is Take a look at this Sonic team goes to Lights Fall. Congratulations, Lightfall. I uh, believe it's on all the platforms. If not, uh, it's definitely on Nintendo Switch. So you guys can check that out. Great platforming. Great run. It's a little bit difficult. So uh, just be ready for it. So um, we're going to get into best DLC of 2018. And without a shadow of a doubt, uh, this is just personally for me the best DLC uh, that I love and that I thoroughly enjoyed. So, the winner is...
best DLC goes to Torna, the Golden Country, from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Just had to give you guys some more of that. That was Battle by Kenji Hiramatsu from the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 soundtrack. Really poppy, really good, like really, like good jazz fun. Kind of reminds you of Cowboy Bebop. But yeah, Torn of the Golden Country is literally like its own game. And it's so, so good. Oh, just really enjoyed that. Uh, but we're going to get into our honorable mentions. Uh, and this one is the push broom these honorable missions. And there's a good list of them. Whether they were good, bad, uh, regardless on how you uh, take upon them. Uh, they, these are games that I do recommend that you kind of look up. Or if you're interested, give them a go. So we're going to get into our push broom these honorable missions. <laughs> Push Broom, these honorable missions. Faye, Civilization VI, Gwent, Return of the Opera Den, Lego DC Supervillains, NASCAR Heat, NBA Live 19, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019, F1 2018, we Happy Few, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, Pokemon Quest, Moonlighter, Far Lobe Sale, Pillars of Eternity 2, MLB The Show 18, Our Boy, Subnautica, USC 3, Sky Force Reloaded, Tiny Melton, Floor Kids, Persona 3, F5 Dancing, Persona 3 Dancing and Persona 5 Dancing, Earth Defense Force 5, Just Dance 2019, Hitman 2, Scene, Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, and the Banner Saga Collection. Yes, everybody, those are some honorable missions that uh, if you are into those kind of games, uh, I do recommend you uh, picking it up. 
giving it a look. So we're going to get into the final third section of the show. And these are kind of all the best. There's one Garbore Ward, uh, but we are into the final stretch of the show. So we're going to get into the best publisher and the best publisher winner goes to. Best publisher, Sony. Congratulations to Sony. Um, they second party games um, knocked it out the park with it. They had some great quality um, titles. Um, a lot of Game of the Year awards for uh, God of War from a lot of people. And, you know, Detroit Become Human Spider-Man was pretty good. So, congratulations to Sony. We're going to get it to Best Developer. And the winner is... Best Developer goes to Panic. Congratulations to Penny Bunny for being the best developer of 2018 to get a Char Award. We're going to move on to Best Indie Developer. And this one, there was a lot of competition. So, but I kind of had to lock it down to who really knocked it out the ballpark of this year. That I think a lot of people won't be able to disagree um, with the winner of this. So, Best Indie Developer goes to... Best Indie Developer, Marshall Twin. Yes, congratulations to Mushroom Twin for being the best developer of 2018, uh, indie developer, I should say, of 2018. So, we're going to move on to best indie helper. And this is kind of more uh, people who publish some of the indie titles <clears throat> to console. And the winner goes to... Best Indie Helper goes to Limited Run Games. So, congratulations to Limited Run Games. They've been doing a fantastic job releasing, hoping releasing a lot of indie games that wouldn't get a physical version. A physical version, I should say. So, uh, congratulations to them. Uh, we're going to get into the best Japanese publisher comeback for 2018. And without a shadow of a doubt, you should be surprised who I actually chose for this title. So, let's get into who the winner is. 
best Japanese publisher comeback goes to Capcom. So congratulations to the Capcom. They produce Master Hunter World, Master Hunter Generations Ultimate, and Mega Man 11. Three highly great games um, that you guys should check out. So uh, shout out to Capcom for that win. They get a Charles Award for that. We're going to get to Best Universal Game. And the music that I'm playing is kind of representing all three games. Yes, there was a three-way tie also for this one. There, There's just no way that I could just give this one to uh, one game. Definitely win the way that people are, are talking and playing about these games. So, best universal games go to... Best Universal Game goes to Pokemon Let's Go, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Octopath Travel. Congratulations to all three of those games. They are on the Nintendo Switch, and each of them are still being discussed, showcased, and talked about after their release. So congratulations to those games. Okay, we're going to get into some of the console-specific ones. Uh, best Sony PlayStation game goes to... Well, Shadow Doubt, people probably know what it is. But let's see who the winner is. Best Sony PlayStation game goes to God of War. Congratulations to God of War. Our best Xbox One game goes to... Best Xbox One game goes to... Forza Horizon... Yes, everybody, Forza Horizon 4 has received the best game for Xbox One. The music that is played is Gold Room Silhouette from the Forza, Forza Horizon uh, Radio Pulse. Congratulations to that game. And the best Nintendo game goes to... Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 
has won Best Nintendo Game of 2018. Congratulations to all of those games. Sony won uh, God of War. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 won Xbox One. And Super Smash Brothers has won uh, Best Nintendo Game. Now, surprisingly for this one, worst first party game, there is no award. Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony knocked it out the park. Whether it was people felt that it was average or it was great, none of them produced any bad games. Sorry. That's just the way that it goes. So, no award. So congratulations to all the first party games for delivering exceptional and high quality games. But we do have the worst third party game. And the winner is Worst third party game goes to the quiet Yo. man. Wrong address, dog. No one order no chow. Muevate. Yes, nothing needs to be said more about this game. So it gets the ultimate golden trash bag of a Garbador award. Yes, everybody, the quiet man. But we are getting into the final category. Out of all the games that's been announced, all the games that's been nominated, all the games that I have played 2018, that I have debated and talked about with multiple people around the world. Shout out to all the podcasters, all my friends and family that I had discussed games with. There is one game, and for people who know me could probably guess what it is, but there is one game that has taken over 2018 as the best game of the whole year. Nothing can beat it. Nothing has come close. Everybody, this is Optional Opinions, the final game of 2018. And the winner is... Yes, everybody, I kind of can. Available on PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch is Optional Opinions Defining Game of 2018. From music to graphics to narrative to presentation and to theme. This game is phenomenal and fantastic all the way around. It's a must-own for me. And it definitely has beaten out a lot of games as Game of the Year for me. So congratulations to Iconoclast. I do recommend that you guys pick it up, or whether you're on a PlayStation 4 or Nintendo Switch. 
It is a great Metroidvania game. And really easy to play. Get in, get into. So, once again, I kind of class as optional opinions the fighting game of 2018. Congratulations, Icon of Class. You have received the Golden Charles Congratulations to all the games that got announced and all the games that have won an award, whether it was a Charles Award or a Garbo Award. Everybody that has been Optional Opinions, the Finding Game of 2018, I want to know what you guys think or what was your game of the year. Um, there were uh, pretty much 70 categories for this uh, episode. Um, you guys can email, email me at myout2comment at yahoo.com and you can follow me on Twitter at that retro code. You can check also out ngrradio.com and, uh, all our shows are up there and my writing is up there and our individual shows are on YouTube and on ngrradio.com. Um, I'm not going to push out a lot of plus cause I know the show is getting long, but everybody, uh, hopefully you had a great 2018 in gaming. There's going to be more uh, shows coming from uh, Optional Opinion from me. I'm going to be get, having more guests and more things and everything. Uh, I have some more episodes for this season and then I will be starting the next season uh, soon. So everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Um, uh, I, I gotta say that it has been a phenomenal year in games. Uh, for it. So, congratulations to all the winners, I should say. And we're gonna go out the uh, go out with Zelda and Chill for it. So, everybody have a great week, have a great weekend, and I will see you next time on Optional Opinion. Peace. <laughs>